Hello and welcome to another podcast, Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. And I'm the other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Pretty good, man. It's been a long week since our last episode, yeah, wouldn't you seems- say? We've also been doing the uh, every two weeks episodes, yeah, so we so apologize it's been a long for that. Two weeks. Yeah, it's been very, a, very it's been a while. Weeks, yes. But here we are back. Yes, ready for uh, episode seventeen, the case of the missing monkey. Yes, guy. Everyone's favorite, I think. This is a good one. <laughs> we got uh, directed by Bob Rafelson, back in the seat, back yes, in the guy. saddle. Uh, written by Gerald Gardner and D. Caruso again, mm-hmm. and it aired January 9th, nineteen sixty-seven. Wow. We're just Diving deep into 67 now. I'm go. excited. Because this is with the monkeys, like 66, the beginning, it's exciting, yeah, but yeah. they don't really hit monkey stride until right. 67, and I'd say. Anyway. A lot of external factors, like, you know, the summer of love and whatnot. And we'll, we'll get to all this, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so we'll get right into this one. Uh, the boys, they're sitting on a stage watching a professor give a speech that makes no sense. War is war, and, and peace is peace. And science is uh, uh, science. And then the yellow monkeys, eight-button shirts. Yes. The yellow ones are sweet. I always like the yellow. It's, it's a nice look. Also, I think you notice that this happens to be in a room that is green. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that we're seeing the green room. Yeah, the green room pops up quite a bit. We should have quite a bit. Should pay more attention to that in the future. <laughs> like, say what episodes the green room is in. It, it comes up a lot. It's a few different things in this episode. It's they use it a lot. They really do. So Mike, Mickey, and Dave, you're unimpressed, but Peter really loves it, and he goes and talks to the professor afterwards, and he tells the prof he loved his speech, and uh, professor says that he loves Peter's music, and then some shifty guy scoots the professor away. Yep. And that is Vito Scotti. If the, you check out, that's the, the shifty, shifty guy, the clearly yeah. evil guy. Yeah, clearly yes. evil <laughs> is. Vito Scotti. Uh, Peter tells the boys, but they just want to play. And so then he goes in search of Professor Schnitzler. That's his name. Schnitzler, yeah. The Schnitz. This comes up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the shifty guy gives a nod, and Peter's hit on the head with a huge mallet, and Boom. he's snatched behind a curtain. Another check mark beside Peter abuse. Yep, exactly. There's a, yeah, he really takes lumps, poor Peter. For real. <laughs> takes it well, though, I guess. Uh, so now it's the intro. Blum. And I think it was a minute and a half this time. The, oh the yeah, intro the, like the so cold was, open. They were able to lay the narrative pipe pretty quick this time. Yeah, you can see what's going on. Not Pete's gone. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. The boys go to play, and then Pete's like, "But I want to talk to the professor." And he just like <laughs> takes off and it gets it on the head. Classic Schmieder. Yes. So uh, the boys apparently they apparently played without Peter. And yes. afterwards, they're talking shit about him. It's not like Peter's to take off in the middle of a gig. Man, he sure takes a lot of looking after. Oh, I don't know. Any more than the average aircraft carrier. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably, he bailed yeah. on them right before yeah. they went to play. And uh, then they say they need to talk to the boss. And the boss ends up being that shifty weirdo. Yeah. That's always a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Mike pulls on his sleeve and he, he gives it. You don't do that. Don't do that. So they tell him that they're looking for their musician friend, and he says that they're musicians and they should be playing music because that's what he hired them to do. Just dick. Just total yeah. dick. Like, we're missing somebody here. Yep. And uh, What does Mike say when they're, they turn away and they're all muttering stuff under their breath? Big help. Yeah. <laughs> that's the... Yeah. <laughs> so Mike remembers the note that Peter gave him, and that then they're off to the Remington Clinic because I guess that's where 
Yes, I like how the the eight pan, eight button panel is also functions as a pocket that you keep shit in there. Yeah, yeah, it's like a kangaroo pouch. <laughs> totally. If they're the kangaroos, that would have been their one it's of the full of guitar picks and <laughs> joints. Yeah, yeah, and buzz numbers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bigger shit. For real. Yeah. Once Mike finds the note, they all uh, they hop into the monkey mobile. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and it pulls up looking awesome. So cool. It's a great looking. Uh, Great looking machine. A guy, you know, he he asked if it was after use for the uh, the banana splits car because mm. I guess they look similar to each other. Possibly. And I was like, I don't think so. I think that remained monkey mobile. I hope so. I'd love to see that. Uh, you ever see the um, the models like model car kits? And there's a, a the Fonz model car kit. It's Fonzie's car. It's the monkey mobile. Oh really? But I... they probably had a whole bunch of these monkey mobile model kits lying around. <laughs> just... The late seventy. What are we gonna do with this? Fonzie drives a motorbike. He doesn't drive a yeah. car in the first place. It's like. So, yeah, but but, uh, let's just say it's the Fonz's car. Exactly. The kids will put it together. Yeah, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> they just want a cool-looking car. As soon as it's out of the package, they forget whose car it is anyway. <laughs> it gets smashed up and broken. So they pull up, and uh, the guys figure out this is where Peter went because he's looking for the professor, and that's what the professor was going to be. Yeah. So they go inside, and nurse asks if she could help them. And it's, it's a great camera move around the desk. Like, I noticed that. They like yeah start there and just zip right around to behind the it desk. Was very cool to see it on the Blu-ray. Like, you're like ooh, this is a neat shot. Yeah, it's really well done. Rafelson flexing his muscles Bobby. there. <laughs> uh, they all fumble over their words. I guess they think she's hot or whatever the heck they can. <laughs> and then Davy takes over. But let me do it, will you please. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally like you guys don't know how to talk to the birds. And this this nurse gets some laugh lines and she kind of hams it up a little bit. It's a neat little part for whoever this yeah. lady is. Yeah, I wonder. No, I don't have her here. Yeah, the, it's a more more well developed than a, a typical female uh, part in a monkeys episode. I find they're doing that more and more recently, like with the monkeys. Like the girls have more of a thing going on than just being yeah a dumb a handful of them. They do have a uh, more to say. Yeah, and they're given some of the funny parts. It's cool. It's nineteen sixty seven. So you gotta yeah. It's in the Stone Age. It's different, different times. Yeah. Okay, so they tell her that they're looking for Peter. And he thinks she's there with Professor Professor Schnitzel. Yeah, yeah. And she says there's no one here by that name, but she suggested the name first. She's like Schnitzler. And like, yeah. And like, no, there's no one here. Yeah, I think that's a kind of. A, it's funny when you see it in a thing. Yeah, yeah. And then she asks what Peter's last name is, and as she's going through names, Mickey says, "Can you say she sells she sells by the seashore?" And as this is happening, a doctor who shows up, and it's the shifty guy again from the party. God damn it. So he's he's really in on this situation. <laughs> so yeah, did, did he have to leave the party to follow the guys there? Was the ball going on? He's like, oh, excuse me. I have to leave. I guess. Yeah, what a weirdo. Yeah. I bet you the people there at the party talked about him after he left. They should party for sure. After the band left, and the band's not even there anymore. What the heck? Ooh, that's a bad party. I'm glad I wasn't at it. Yeah. <laughs> she says that if their friend is missing, they should go to the police. And uh, as they're leaving, <laughs> Davy says, Go see the man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you picked up. It's really funny. That's it's, funny. It's a great line of, <laughs> of Davy's. It's like he's mocking going to see the man, but it, he's also saying it for real. I don't it, know. It's really funny. Somehow it doesn't catch on, I don't think, as a, a catchphrase. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the shifty guy asked the nurse who they were, and she says that they were looking for Schnitzler. And then she says her line so flat that I thought she was giving like a winky wink to the camera. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. trying to be like a robot. But I think, 
she's just like you know the producer's friend sitting in like she gets some <laughs> good lines but her delivery of them is very no doctor he were looking they were looking for their friend they were looking for a friend of theirs doctor and a man named schnitzler i'd never heard of them that kind of thing like almost <laughs> poor in acting and he says he's never heard of them either and then does a half grimace kind of thing that indicates that he has heard of them yes. he's just being shifty yep I wonder when you do that like who are you doing that for like when you do the half grimace thing, <laughs> like he's not supposed to know there's a camera there, but he still does that voice. And it's like, you're going to give yourself away, pal. Oh yeah. This next scene is, uh, is, uh, touchy to say oh, the least. This is when we go back to the green room, yeah. which is now a Chinese restaurant. Yes. Yeah. And we're treated to, uh, could only be described as a, uh, yellow face ruse. Yeah. Like they, they get there and Mike's like, Oh, it's a French restaurant. And they open up the doors. It's a Chinese restaurant. And the monkeys don't understand what's happening. And then the shop owner shows up. It's a cringe, horrible, cringeworthy moment uh, watching now. Yes. No, yeah. yeah, that would not fly these no, days. No, people would uh, be up in arms, I think. So anyway, yes. it's. Uh, how, how do you think the writer's room felt about this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they went on strike and this was the other writer's room getting back at them. <laughs> So the cop tells the owner the boys are looking for their friend who disappeared while they're playing that benefit show. And the queeze-inducing owner says uh, that's a mistake because <laughs> the place is closed. Unless the cop wants some food. And he's keeping the cop on his good side, essentially, and offering him all these different foods and stuff. Mickey asks if Schnitzler was there. And the owner says, uh, No, we have uh, a fried rice, uh, chicken chow mein. <laughs> the boys leave. After a funny, weird bow handshake. Yeah, neat little exchange. <laughs> yeah. Piece of physical comedy. Yeah. And then uh, on the way out, Davey turns around and does a little bit of observational stand-up about yep. Chinese food. I never did like Chinese restaurants. One hour after you eat there, you disappear. <laughs> Not even in, like, breaking the fourth wall is one thing, just to be glancing at the camera. But then you turn to tell a joke, like the whole thing, like you're talking to the, the folks at home. Yeah, exactly. So they, they leave, and then the owner rips off this horrible yellow face, ultimate racist disguise uh, he's wearing. Yeah. Like, now, can we say yellow face? Is that okay to say even? Like, I don't know. Well, there's black say, face. You can say black face, right? But I don't and know. There's this, the term you use for a racist yellow. And it shows you're not racist. A racist you're like, Asian. Wicked. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just want to uh, do it. Like yeah. You can't go call someone. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. Was, this is just the act of uh yeah yeah pointing out how bad this was it's not cool and then it, it ends with him like laughing like a maniac dickhead <laughs> <laughs> and so the boys bring davy back to the remington clinic and he's all banged up with bandages and stuff yeah and uh and when they uh when they go past the camera they get so close you can see the shadow of the camera on Mike's arm oh, really? in one thing yeah that's a good uh, observation you <laughs> see if this was a thing where they had to find a, a monkey other than Pete and one of them had to act like they were injured they would use Pete and they would actually injure him yeah that's true yeah <laughs> what if they drive with Davy he's just like no man no <laughs> he's a fake wounds baby yeah so Mike and Mickey carry Davy to the desk and tell the nurse that he's hurt and she asks a million questions. Yes. Essentially. So the address of the monkey's pad comes up, 1438 North Beachwood. Yeah. Which, it'd be unreal if just by chance you get to live in 1438 North <laughs> Beachwood, just wherever you're living, but you live yeah. in that. Like, I think if I was looking at different houses and that was one of them, I'd be like, 
I really want this house. Even if there was a better house for cheaper, I'd be like, yeah, but this is the same address as the monkeys. And when she finds out he's a musician, she gets all squeaky and says she loves the tuba. <laughs> and then she finds, <laughs> which is funny. And she finally admits them and tells the admissions desk that they'll probably need oper- the operating room. I don't think he'll need the recovery room. Ooh. <laughs> you don't want to hear that going under the knife. That's pretty funny, though. It is pretty funny. Um, then they can take him on the 13th. So also going to the 13th floor, which usually Ooh, is the floor. Boy. So hey. In the meantime, she tells him to take a cough drop. So he takes it and then freaks out and starts singing and dancing. And the nurse thinks it's a miracle. Because <laughs> all of a sudden he's okay. The boys leave and then she hoovers up handfuls of cough drops. Yeah, what the heck? Uh, and then there's stock footage of a rocket going off. Just showing <laughs> that that nurse is lit up. <laughs> <laughs> she goes crazy. Like, it's an interesting move for her just to suddenly be like, oh, I'm... Did she really want to play the tuba well or something? <laughs> for, what, like what? Why? Who, who decided to do this little, little, little tiny little nothing scene of her slamming a bunch of stuff and then our rocket goes off? Rafelson, baby. It's not exactly eating the plates, but it's no. it's kind of this weird thing that yeah. just whatever. <laughs> so then Mike, Mickey, and Dave are about to climb up a ladder. Then Davey balks and says that it's breaking and entering. He yeah. suddenly has a a thing, and then. Mickey, Mickey says... So what do you want to do? Do you, do you want to run home where it's safe and, and, and leave Peter here in trouble all alone? Of course not. Well, it was just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> so the boys scamper up the ladder and, and they go up forever. And the street's like way, 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 way down there. Yeah, yep. And then they make it to the window and they go in. <clears throat> and also there's a lot of monkey scares in this episode. Like looking oh, one yes. way and seeing, oh, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, don't, I always think is funny. Oh, for real. I don't know why I do, but I Sometimes love they just nail it. Their timing is so good. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> So then Mike says they should look They should look more like patients and do a quick change into jammies and house coats. <laughs> yes. Classic. And then they split up to search the hospital. And then Davey finds Mickey, and Mickey finds a very tiny-looking Davey. <laughs> I don't know, just the way it was shot or something. Davey looks super tiny. So uh, the shifty racist has an unconscious schnitzler on a table. That's <laughs> his bad guy name. Yeah. The shifty racist. That's what it says on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says that he's still out from the drug. And the plan is to transport schnitzler out of the country so America loses one of its greatest scientists. Yeah. And let's face it, America would never recover from that. Nope. Still hasn't. <laughs> The populace would be in an uproar about losing a top scientist. <laughs> and the and the, the assistant asks, sorry, and the assistant asks what they're going to do with Peter, and Peter asks what they're going to do with him, and the assistant tells him to shut up, and then Peter starts crying. Aww. You can't do that to me. I need love and understanding. My mother rejected me. My sister resented me. I've lost all my confidence. And now, this operation. What is that? Ben Casey, Act One. And the assistant pulls out a gun. Yay! Gun. Thank goodness. And uh, Shifty Racist asks what he's doing, and it's surprising because I would have thought that he would have been down with killing Peter, but it's just the assistant who wants to kill Peter. Yeah. And the assistant says Peter knows too much, to which Peter says, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> uh, Shifty Racist says they can't afford a murder, but uh, but he has other plans for him. And as they leave, the assistant points the gun in the racist's face, and he freaks out. And uh, 
the monkeys, I realized with this guy, the monkeys have really good funny actors in their guest spots most of the time. It's true. It's, it's like people can really hold their own, which is good because they have to kind of work against the manic insanity of the monkeys. Uh, yes. So Peter hops the chair over to the mirror and says Shazam and the hey. mirror breaks. Shazam! Well, another seven years bad luck for Captain Marvel. Which is interesting because Shazam is a DC thing and Captain Marvel's a Marvel thing. Here's the thing. Shazam the DC thing used to be called Captain Marvel. And Shazam oh. is the thing he said. Okay. But then Marvel eventually is like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> So the boys are finished searching the first room. Yeah, there's a 39 to go. And in the hallway, the racist tells the assistant to check out the physical activity room and that the affairs of this rest home will not be uninterrupted, <laughs> which, is a, which is weird, yep. which I assume is all the evil racist stuff he has going on. <laughs> That's what happens in that room. For sure. So he paints his face all different colors and it's horrible. Uh, so the boys are about to leave the room, but the assistant's on his way, so they run back in. And then they pretend to be patients and he puts them through different exercises. Yep. Uh, you know, but if it's a rest home, shouldn't they be old? <laughs> right? This guy, this isn't terrible. You know, it is not matching up. Yeah. Uh, Mickey has to pull on the weights on ropes, gets smashed into the wall. Yep. Kind of Davy's the one in those machines with the band around your stomach and it jiggles you. And for some reason, that's going to help you lose weight. I don't understand what that's but, supposed to do. But he's, he has a spare tire yeah. and he loses it. Yeah, he throws his spare tire. Mike is sitting on the back of the rowing machine playing a banjo and a girl is rowing it and the assistant gets all pissed off. And Mike and Dave are in the steam tents and Mike's still wearing the hat. That's uh, the wool yes, hat on. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, Mike. We've got to get out of here. Pizza might be dying. He might be dying. Notice this episode. Uh, looks like Mike has skipped a shave. I don't know yeah. if we could just tell on the Blu-ray, but he looks a little, little stubbly. Really, eh? Yeah, he looks like he had a rough night or something. <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> Entirely possible. <laughs> so the shifty racist guy is pointing some weird laser thing at Peter, and he tells him that this will cause temporary amnesia, and by the time Peter has his memory back, they would have taken Schnitzler out of the country. And Peter asks how long his me- memory will be erased for, and the guy says, for a normal brain, it's three days. But in your case... We are safe to say until early spring. Sick bird, dude. <laughs> he should have said it with like an Asian accent just to really <laughs> twist the knife. The assistant tells the boys that they can all cool off and go back to their rooms. And then he splits. And then when they're about to head out, the phone rings. Mike picks it up and basically sums up what's happened up to that point. And Mickey asks if it was the police, and uh, Mike says, "No, it's TV Guide." <laughs> yes. Then, then, then they split. TV Guide, a thing. Uh, I don't know if people know anymore. Think, no. like young kids would know what a TV Guide is. You see, the TV Guide was a magazine, and a magazine is like a stack of tree slices <laughs> with, with uh, words on it. It would tell you what was coming up on TV that week because there was no guide button. There was no remote controls to have a guide button on it. Yeah. It's a lot. TV guide is before a lot of things. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it was, a, it was a must-have thing. Like, you had to have some sort of TV guide. We used the one that came with the Saturday edition of the Toronto Star. So did we, the Star Week. Yes. Yeah, that's that what we used to. That was fine. And had a page that just had the movies. All the movies that week were all yeah. together. And I'd go through and highlight the ones I was going to watch. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was a... Yeah. It's a big part of... Uh, 
big part of it. Yeah. Was the oh, experience. I was stoked. Man, that was what I'd take out first from the paper, pull it out, <laughs> see what was coming up on ALF. Comics. Comics first. Yeah. Star Week later. <laughs> I think I savor the comics. I do Star Week first, and the comics are there waiting for me. <laughs> like dessert. <laughs> so anyway, racist dude hits Peter with a laser and a smoke machine and is erasing his memory. And while it's happening, he flashes back to the boys on swings and slides and scooters with the boys saying, Peter, where are you? 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 (laughs) Which is kind of interesting. Uh, The boys return to the physical therapy room and say they've looked everywhere, but then Peter walks in. They freak out, but he has no idea who they are. So Mickey tells Mike and Davey that he heard you could get temporary amnesia from a shock to the system. So Davey suge- suggests they shock Peter. Yeah. See, they still get to hurt Peter in some way. <laughs> <laughs> and while he says it, Mikey is shaking his head no. Which is kind of funny. Uh, they try to scare Peter, but warn him first. So they try to scare him again. He's not ready. This is like a monkey scare where the scare is the verb. Yeah. They're not being scared. Yeah. They're, it's the monkey scare. <laughs> yeah. Being scared by the monkey. <laughs> they do it and he calls Davey Mickey, but remembers everything else. And they go off to shave, save Schnitzler. Yep. So it all works out, which is good. <laughs> before early spring. <laughs> Way before. Yeah. So they find Schnitzler passed out and Peter can't remember how they're going to get him out of the country. There's a knock at the door and the boys hide behind a big shade type thing like one of those fake walls he changed behind I guess (laughs) they tell Peter to play dumb why am I always the one to play dumb why can't I play smart once in a while which is true absolutely true that's a little bit of real Peter in there yeah Yeah, hey man it was in you read the description of your character but (laughs) you can't switch it now you're not gonna put on a wool hat he says something like this and then he gets clobbered with an enormous hammer yeah exactly yeah (laughs) So the nurse from the front desk comes in and puts a mask on Schnitzler, and he has to bite it to keep it on his face. I don't know. If you <laughs> yeah, know. I think that was just when they when they were trying it out earlier. They, they was not going to sit on his face. Uh, I'll bite the fucking thing. I'll yeah, exactly. Stick it in my mouth. Yeah, because they don't put the thing around his head yet. So we're like, yeah. well, just just put it in your mouth and we'll pretend. And Peter asks if they're taking him away, and she says that the doctor will be in there in a few minutes, and gives Peter a cough drop and the footage, more stock footage of a rocket exploding. Oh boy. But this one explodes. It doesn't get off the, the mag. It just explodes on the thing. Uh, she leaves him, and the boys come out and realize that they're going to have to smuggle Schnitzler out in an ambulance. Mike says that with the mask on, you can't even tell who it is, and he sizes up Mickey to take his place. Yep. Right, because they've already used Peter for something. So <laughs> Mickey. And uh, they cut to Mickey's on the cot, and Mike's holding him down. They tell him there's no other way besides the doctor is evil. And then Mickey says, what about me? You're not evil, is he, Mike? No, he's not evil. He's crafty and selfish, maybe, but he's not evil. Come on, go! <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, they put the mask on Mickey, who also holds it on with his mouth. Oh, great. And they hide under the cot. The doctor comes in and wheels Mickey and the boys out of the room. <laughs> Seeing them scooting along. <laughs> Underneath the cot. That's great. Yeah. So funny. They head to the operating room, and the shifty racist says that the operation is the only way to permanently erase Schnitzler's memory. Yep. And so he and the assistant are getting ready, and a second cot scoots out of the room, banging on everything. <laughs> and when it when it moves, you can see the crew member's arm push it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is, I, I, I love that kind of stuff. 
And I also love that they probably saw the crew member's arm. We're like, yeah, yeah, let's leave that in there. <laughs> I had not noticed that. I, I didn't know what to do. Well, I got up. To pretty, it was clearly not the three of them under there anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> it scoots pretty quick. Yeah. And uh, But also, uh, so Mickey's doing a patient ruse right away almost. We got Mike doing a little doctor ruse. Yep. Yeah, somehow the bad guys don't hear anything of that fucking thing smashing into <laughs> no, everything. They're, they're, they're preoccupied. And then, yeah, they, they come in dressed as doctors. And uh, Davey puts on two pairs of gloves on Mike in the most ridiculous way. It never hurts to be sanitary, doctor. SR says he's ready, and Mike says that it's his patient. And a shifty racist guy gets pissed at Mike. How does he not realize that that's Peter, right? <laughs> How does he not realize that that's not the professor yeah, anymore? Exactly. There's a lot going on with these uh, think, these bad guys. We got to buy into them being a really really absent right yeah not, not noticing a lot of things so peter doesn't even have the hat on they, uh, but eating cough drops maybe the two of them <laughs> with the nurse maybe so mike says they can play cards for him she says it's my patient my patient let's play cards for him and then peter cuts the deck with a knife yeah and he tells him that he he tells it just says you lost and so then um mike gets ready to operate and the shifty guy and the assistant are watching him closely Mike and Davey mess around, and the shifty guy again tells him that it's his patient. But Mike is telling him that it says right here, he's my patient. He pulls out a menu from the Vincent Van Gogh. It says on the front. That's true. Yes. So it's while they're in the green room, they yeah. grab some of the leftover props yeah. from earlier episodes. Like I wonder if at the time when people are watching it for the first time, if they see that, like, oh hey, you that's can't that see point. that. Yeah. <laughs> on a '60s TV, you would not be able to read the writing, and we. We probably weren't looking even when we were taping yeah. off the TV, but it was on the on the Blu-rays. You could definitely tell what it says. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that is cool. So then they all start to fight, start fighting over the patient, and they're spinning him around. And then Mickey says that he's getting sick, and that's when the shifty racist realizes that it's the monkeys and uh, not a bunch of doctors. Finally, which leads us to monkeys romp number one. Here we go. I'm not your stepping stone. Yes, which is great. Oh yeah. And so they run through the hospital and out of windows. Uh, the racist guy and his assistant follow them, but they get bashed in the head with mallets, blah, yep. blah, blah. They're in front of that painted on hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mickey hits them with a bowling pin. And uh, parts of this are used in the intro. Yes. In the these second are some iconic intro. robe shots. Yeah. Anyone familiar with the show? As soon as you saw them in the robes, like, oh, is this is familiar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Mickey and Mike have uh, binoculars and they check out a nurse and ends essentially with the monkeys knocking out the shifty racist and assistants on one of the cots or something. Who knows? This whole romp takes place in the rest home with no stock footage. This romp is, is, is almost con- like induces confusion for some reason. Yep. Cause again, they're not, they're not doing any stock footage, not doing any of them on the unicycles yes. or any of that stuff. It all right. takes place within the episode. Yeah. So it's more, it's almost like a, like a montage kind of as yeah. a romp, but it's still very romp. It's true. It doesn't have any performance stuff. No. So like this is the kind of romp where later on, which is kind of a genius, an accidental genius move when they start doing the reruns, they can insert the newer songs over like the, yeah. the romps that don't have any performance aspect where they can put in whatever song. Yeah. And it's a very neat thing. And also if you check them out, if you're watching them on YouTube, 
I don't know if I should say this, but they're all available on YouTube. Shut up, so, man. If you don't have the Blu-rays but want to keep along, check you that should, out. But you should still get the Blu-rays. You should definitely still get the Blu-rays. Like I like uh, the ones on YouTube are the second runs a lot of the time. So uh-huh. the songs aren't these songs. Like they'll be from Steam Engine or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's very interesting because when you're watching it, it's like, oh wow, this doesn't, this isn't like uh, era appropriate, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, but you're right. That's exactly what they did. Throw on the new songs. It's brilliant. Just plug the new records in the in the show. Yep. And also, I gotta say that the the bridge to Stepping Stone rocks. Like it's it's so unreal. Yeah, it's it, it, that song is a huge song. It's like why Minor Threat covered it. It's, it's like two years before the Stooges. They're, they're like. Making it happen. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. As far as like the genre, the heavy rocking. Yeah. Punk rock, in air quotes. Of like the early, early stuff. Like there's like 66 was started like garage rock starts yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah. And like the Sonics and what have you. And the Kinks. Like yeah. that kind of filthy guitar sound. Like amp is stabbed full of holes and just to get there. Yeah. And like just the, the rock and roll, the heaviness. And then the speed of it too. The, yeah. The boom, bam, bam, bam. Like, you don't see much of that back in '66. Yeah. And uh, but no, it's a uh, Sax Pistols do a version of this song. the vocals they do on the uh the live 67 oh man uh, i can't, can't oh. do it with my day ah, after you ah, <laughs> freak out it is awesome yeah that live 67 record Ooh man yeah yeah it's a great one yeah, I, I do remember hearing the background vocals on that from the live one. And it was just cool because it's just the four of them yep. doing it. And they were a garage rock band For when real. the four got together. Yes. And uh, yeah, no, it, yeah, if they would have been a show about a band more like that than a show <laughs> like a beatle kind of band, you know what I mean? Yeah. If they're more grungy, but they were still kind of the same no matter what. Like, But yeah, anywho. Um, so Schnitzel, Stanking the Monkeys, for <laughs> oh, what I call, is that his name? Schnitzler. I wrote yeah. it down wrong here. <laughs> so Schnitzler is thanking the monkeys for saving him. And Mickey and Mike scold the shifty racist and the assistant and tell them that they're going to get 20 years for helping America's enemies. Not only that, but you'll probably get a pretty good wrist slapping from the AMA. <laughs> and then they go back to the cheesy talk to the camera bit. And thus will it always end for men who use their knowledge of medicine for evil and badness. Come, my trusty cohorts. Let us to the monkey mobile. Away. Hooray! And uh, Peter goes up to the shifty racist and uh, tries to have him look at his tonsils because he still thinks he's a doctor. And Mike grabs him. And the last shot is the boys driving away in the monkey mobile looking fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that shot of them too, like when just them hanging out in the monkey mobile just looks yeah. awesome. For real. I wonder if that looked like to see them in the like in their in their shirts. Getting shots in the monkey mobile, just zipping around Hollywood. 
It'd be like seeing Superman or something. <laughs> it would be amazing. Uh, so anyway, that's that's it. So overall thoughts. Uh, decent episode. We're starting to recognize some uh, some sets. And uh, only one tune. Oh, yeah. Yep. One romp. So one, one uh, yeah. And uh, Peter Abuse. Yeah. And a brief shot of a gun. It's a, it's a monkey's episode. It what really more is. can you say? I thought Mike was especially funny in this episode. There's a bunch of Mike. And Davey, too. She's got my jacket. But Peter Peter and Davey, both of them really made me laugh in this episode. Like Peter, when he says he knows too much. Thank you. And Davey's like, Proceed the man. <laughs> kills me. And when he tells the boys to uh, let him talk to the girl. Let me do it, will you please? Yeah. He's just like, can I do this, please? Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, it's like when you're trying to, for me, like when I'm trying to make something like a, handyman type thing yeah. and my friends who know what they're doing are just like i could do that you just drill you could just drill <laughs> i me and my friend put together his deck and i just drilled all day i didn't know how to do anything else. but hey man you need drillers for real uh there is the yellow face stuff in this episode which yeah. is very like wish but uh of the times i guess yeah which i don't know it, yeah. I, when i saw it i had to pause it because i was like not because I was like, I got to look at this, but I was like, oh my <laughs> God, I can't believe this is happening. For real. Uh, Davey didn't fall in love. There's no girl other than the nurse that he true. tries to Mac, but doesn't work out for him. That is true. And uh, Mickey is still kind of trying to find his spots. Like typically his purpose is to like to put on the dress Mickey or yeah. get out of the hospital bed and pretend to be this old old guy. <laughs> That's true. Like He's like the, the prop. Yeah. <laughs> it's tricky. And uh, but he does he does get a laugh line here and there, but he hasn't really as far as the show goes, he doesn't see have as much to do quite yet. Yeah, because I think they were trying to push the uh, scientist yeah. making stuff guy, but that doesn't really come up enough. Doesn't come up all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he just goes crazy. Everyone it's crafty and selfish, maybe. <laughs> um, highlight of the show. For me, it's when Davies is going to see the man. Lord <laughs> Peters thanks him for uh, knowing I, too much. I know you do like that. <laughs> about uh, yourself. I like the romp. I like to be like Stephen Stone. And I like when they're doing the, you know, Scooby-Doo-ish, but Scooby-Doo ain't happened yet. <laughs> Running yeah. through the doors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it does it for me. To another category, uh, might be new, is uh, was there a monkey's ruse? And yes, darn right there was. With Davy being injured, but it doesn't work out for them. And then they have to pretend to be doctors. So they have a fallback ruse. And there's, they get rused a little bit by this bad guy. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of rusing going on in this. Yeah. Whole lot of rusing going on. <laughs> the racist, what do you call them? <laughs> the sketchy racist. The sketchy racist. Dr. <laughs> sketchy racist. Yeah. Uh, best musical moments, obviously, Stepping Stone. Yeah. A, because it's the only one, and B, because it rules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Classic monkeys moments. We have a don't do that. Yes. Don't do that. Oh. And the scares. Yes. The monkeys jumps. Uh, things that wouldn't fly in 2020. Yeah. Uh, obviously the racistness. As, and, as mentioned. And maybe the nurse just scoffing up drugs like crazy. Yeah, it depends what kind of show it is. <laughs> yeah, true. But, uh, maybe not a Monday night, 7 p.m. kind of show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, some did you knows. There's only one, or no, there's a few. Some did you knows, uh, the original ending, Peter was approached by an attractive woman with a note, and no. then the monkeys think it's going to be another kidnapping and tear <laughs> him away. Just totally CB in him. 
Um, the oh, the the shifty racist guys in head as well as I Vitaloni or Vitaloni. I'm not too sure who that is. No, we'll have to we'll revisit look that, up. that. Yeah, but yeah, he shows up in head, and uh, the second consecutive episode where Peter gets kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about saving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so weird. But anyway, that's that. <laughs> It's a good episode overall, Decent. except for the, the cringe-inducing. A little bit of that. Racism. But we have now come to the second part and uh, less racist part of the show, <laughs> where we reach into the wool hat of mystery Yes. and continue our countdown. Yes. So here you go. I'll pass well, it over to you, I bud. I have to go first. Yeah, I may as well. Last time we only did two, because I'm a believer was the oh, uh, yeah, we, uh, honorary uh, mention. Okay. It uh, wasn't born to follow. Is uh, Peter's song from Good Times, or one of Peter's songs? Because this is the one he sings on. Oh, I'd rather go and journey where the diamond crescents flowing, and run across the valley beneath the sacred mountain, and wander through. So it wasn't born to follow. Sung by Peter Tork from the album Good Times, written by Goffin King. Yeah, which is very cool. It's another cool thing about good times why it feels like a monkey's record because of the songwriters involved and some of the old tracks some of the old songwriters it's just so neat how they pulled it all off yeah i agree it's a great great to hear peter like an older peter singing and uh yeah it's just a great great it is cool not a lot happens in the tune Mm -hmm. but uh it's got a good guitar solo I'm primarily familiar with the birds version of the song, which is from Easy Rider, which is like a Bob Raffleson yep. joint. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Maybe that's kind of a, a shout out throwback thing as well. Like just the whole connection the song has. Mm-hmm. At first you might think this is kind of unrelated, but it's totally is related from the songwriters and from where the song itself comes from. Mm-hmm. And Peter's still in pretty good voice. He's not crazy auto-tuned like he is on the Christmas album. <laughs> he, he still sings pretty good like, yeah. he, like last time I saw him live he was still singing pretty good he still had a lot to do it's, uh, so yeah it's a good little representative tune by Peter Tork but where do we put it on the Selectum Up Countdown Ooh, there's like the let's dance on to, to you're so good to me kind of area okay where do you feel I think you're right uh, regional girl was right below let's dance on yeah so we want this above or below regional girl. Let's go above regional All right. girl. Between Let's Dance On and Regional Girl, we now have Wasn't Born to Follow. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Up next. Okay, here I go. Chris the Kid Paco going in Oof. to get a tune. Oh, even the cat is interested in what's going on. I'll spend my life with you. Oh. And I hope you're Spend My Life With You is a Davy song, but it's sung by Mickey. <laughs> That's the general vibe of it, I think. So yeah, I like this song actually quite a bit. For like an early Monkees tune, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this one. Me too. 
I always forget the name of it though. Like it never clicks when I see like I'll spend my life with you. I'm like, what's that one? And then you hear it. It's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> it's a great tune. For me with this song, I, I think in the area of like, uh, we've got whatever's right. Got to give it time. You're so good to me. Right below PO box for nine, eight, four, seven. Okay. I'd say in that kind of area. Okay. Is it better than when love comes knocking at your door? I think so. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'd say. I'd, I'd go, I'd put it between P.O. Box and whatever's right. Yeah, me. you know what? Let's, let's put it up there a little because I think it gets, uh, it gets credit for being a song that they had done for like the more of the monkeys era, but they liked it enough to play it and learn it as the monkeys playing the instruments. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll put it behind uh, P.O. Box 9847. Perfect. All right, last one. Oh, boy. Last tune of this two-week period. Oh, dear. <laughs> what do we got here? We have, you were talking about Davy songs that you think might be near the top of the list. Ooh. And and uh, we got The Day We Fall in Love. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. So not this one. <laughs> and if the lines that I say fall apart... It's because I won't know where to start. But you'll understand when I say them to you, because they'll come straight from my heart. On the day we fall in love. But it is, just me. hearing the title, you're like, that's Davies. <laughs> yeah. You fall in love. Just like when you hear the title of I'll Spend My Life With You, the brain goes to Davies. It's true. It is true. We're really hanging around the uh, uh, more of the monkeys era. It is right true. Now. <laughs> this song. We could look into who wrote it. Who wrote it? Who played on it? <laughs> who cares? Yeah. It's a weird spoken word. <laughs> like you singing along with a weird instrumental record. Not even singing along. Like flirting along. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very strange. Yeah, uh, girls must have just put this. It must have been there just for girls to feel like Davey's talking to them. It's almost like a VR them. helmet they, they nowadays. They put the headphones on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And for sure, obviously, people will defend everything Davey does yes. to the ends of the earth. But it's hard to um, it's hard to contemplate a time to <laughs> someone like you or I would like want to put this on. <laughs> exactly. This this is why the CD was invented, so you could skip it quickly. <laughs> Someone heard this song and was like, man, I wish I could be a scientist and learn how to skip songs quickly to get away from this thing. <laughs> and that's exactly what that was. Because, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, very weird song. And, again, not knocking Davey himself, but just like, what the hell is this? For real. It's written by uh, Denny Randall and Sandy Linzer. You know. And it's the third song on side two of More of the Monkeys. Where would you put it on More of the Monkeys? Uh, it's almost where it has to go. I would have like flipped the order of side two altogether. Oh, yeah. You should open with I'm a Believer, not close with I'm a Believer. You put I'm a Believer at the end of a bunch of songs you want people to suffer through to get to I'm a Believer, it turns out. However, yeah. side two also includes Laugh. And uh, sometime in the morning, we start to see Michael Desmond's point. But sometime in the morning is incredible. Yeah, it is. We haven't a good got song. to that yet. That see, yeah. someone would stop listening to this because sometime in the morning is the fourth song. 
someone bails on this record because of the day we fall in love. Yeah. The first song on side two is Look Out, Here Comes Tomorrow. And the second song is The Kind of Girl I Could Love. Things are decent. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It'd be a good spin around. Because Look then, Out, Here Comes Tomorrow to end with would be good. But then yeah. comes the day we fall in love. But yeah, no, it's a very weird song. So I, I, w- I would put it definitely near near the bottom. Especially for listen, like re-listenability. Well, our bottom three is Laugh, D.W. Washburn, and I Love You Forever. I say it goes between D.W., but Washburn and Laugh. Fair enough. That's where that one goes. We have a new third least favorite song <laughs> here at Podcast Valley Sunday. It's very true. Very true. So that was, that was an interesting uh, um, threesome there. Good grabs. Yeah. A little peek behind the curtain. We're doing this... Uh, this episode on Leap Day and the fact that we got to pull the day I fall in love on Leap Day. That's, yes. Monkeys fans know the significance of this day. Yes. And even if you don't, we may as well say this. It's the anniversary of when Davy Jones died. And I, I for one, was shocked. It was I, a surprise. I, I, I thought he would probably have been the last monkey He's to the go. youngest, for real. Yeah. He loved... So like, Life, he loved being in the monkeys. He loved singing, loved entertaining. And, and he uh, seemed in decent shape. Yeah, 100%. It was a, it was a shock. Yeah. I remember that, like, second probably only to when MCA died. I yeah. did not. But even with MCA him, you knew he different. was sick. He was a bit sick. But and he, even Peter, I think this happened after Peter had been diagnosed with this or that. Yeah. And so it had suddenly Davy Jones dies. Yeah, it was a very... We're worried about Peter a bit, and then Davy Jones dies. Out of nowhere. Huh. And I I, I I, don't know if I... I'm pretty sure I read this. Maybe I'm making it up or whatever. But I heard that like the night before he passed away, he was like at like a pub, huh. like singing, like not getting paid. He was just there uh-huh. entertaining people oh, and just being Davy Jones. And uh, yeah, that changed the whole thing. I, I didn't think they would ever do any monkey stuff again after that that's a whole nother thing yeah as long as there's mickey dolitz yeah 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 if it, yeah someone's gonna be out singing the monkey songs <laughs> that's very true but anyway yeah so uh a little little shout out to davy thank miss you ya. yeah we really do i, I also want to let the listeners know we, we rag on davy songs <laughs> and bit. we've made up this austin powers davy <laughs> character which I just think it's hilarious and love talking like Davey making him a weird little perv. But I'm a very big fan of Davey Jones. Yeah, we love him. Yeah. We love the other boys. Yeah. It wouldn't have been the same without him. And, For real. Uh, and he's hilarious on the show. And yeah. just his songs just aren't always my cup of tea. Well, on that note. Yes. Thank you for listening. Rest in peace, Davey. And uh, have yourselves a monkey little evening. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Monkeys fans. If you like what you're hearing, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all at Podcast Valley Sunday. We'd love to hear from you. Also on our Facebook group, we'll be updating the countdown every week, so you can keep up to date with that. And if you can rate us, please rate us. But be nice. We're thin-skinned.